What's up, everybody? It's Joshua Mercer, founder of Goldfish Village, also realtor with Premier Chicago Real Estate. So condos are for people with money. Hmm. Is that true? Is it not? I don't know. So today I want to analyze my very first deal. This is the very first property that I purchased. Uh, it was back in 2007. So not only do I want to tell you how I came about buying this particular property, but I also want to dig into the numbers. That's extremely important if you want to, you know, develop financial freedom from uh, multi-unit real estate or from real estate period. Let's, you know, taking a look at the numbers. So first, it was 2007. I was about five years, you know, in the workforce. So around this time, at least in Chicago, everybody was looking to buy a condo that was either like in the South Loop area or the Bronzeville area, which is the south side of Chicago near the lake. Uh, so I was looking at condos. That, and that, to me, that was like what I could afford at that time. So I remember having this conversation with my mom and she specifically told me condos are for people with money and you don't have no money so you can't get a condo. And when I asked her, I said, well, mom, what do you mean condos are for people that have money? She told me, she said, Josh, not only do you have your mortgage and your utilities, but you also going to have assessments, monthly assessments, because a lot of condos, especially downtown, they're going to have amenities like a doorman, a pool, elevators. Uh, they're going to have things like that that you share in common with the other condo unit owners. So you have to pay a assessment every month to make sure all of that stuff is maintained. And then she also says, sometimes there's a special assessment. So I said, what's a special assessment? That special assessment is basically, you know, let's say a roof needs to be fixed or the elevator needs to be fixed. The condo association will have a special assessment so that all of the condo owners can put their money together and get that and, and, and pay for that roof or pay for that elevator. So long story short, mom scared me off of the condo and I wasn't going to buy a house. I was single at the time. So I really, there was really no need for me to try to buy a house. So then I expanded my search to include further, further on the South side of Chicago. So I bought a three flat building and I was, you know, in analyzing this deal for the three flat building, I was surprised to see that the three flat building was pretty much the same cost as two unit, as, as two bedroom uh, condos, which were like a fraction of the size. The building I bought was about 3,600 square feet. Condo I was looking at was a one bedroom for, you know, about 800 square feet. So anyway, I moved to the south side of Chicago uh, and I bought this three, three unit building. And also what you'll see is that when you, when, when you go and uh, purchase property, most of the time, it's a lot easier to buy a multi-unit than it is to buy a single-family home or a condo. Why? Because when you go and buy that multi-unit building, the bank allows you to use the rents from those tenants to support the purchase. So you can add that rent. So if they're paying $2,000 a month, the bank is going to look at that, and, they, and you can add, I think, like 70% of that to your monthly income to support the purchase of that building because the bank is also looking at it like you're purchasing an asset that's producing cash. Like you're, you're basically, you're, you're basically you're purchasing a business. So they're looking at it from a little different lens. They're not totally looking at it 
looking at it like every two weeks, you know, when you get paid, can you afford to pay the mortgage? Now, when you buy a single family home or a condo, that's all they're looking at is your ability to pay. Of course, they're going to look at your credit and your debt and a few other factors, but primarily that they want to see if you, you know, uh, John Doe or Jane Doe can afford uh, to, to live in this condo or live in your house uh, yourself based on your debt to income ratio and your credit and some other factors that come into play. So I want to take you guys through the numbers. Um, so when I bought this, I had, it was a three flat building. So I already had a zero here. The zero is for me. I wasn't paying anything to live here. So I had a tenant in unit one, tenant in unit one, paying what? Paying $1,200 a month, $1,200 a month. Unit one tenant. Unit two tenant paying $1,050 a month. $1,050. I hope you guys can read this. Now we add that gross amount up. That's $2,250. Now it's important to distinguish the difference between gross and net. The gross, that's what you bring in before all the expenses are taken out. Super important. Anytime we're talking about money, you always want to focus on that bottom number, what you're taking home. That top line number is important, but the bottom line number is even more important because it's not about what you make. It's what you take home at the end of the day. All right. Now let's look at expenses. So we're looking at water. That water bill about 125. I just put W for water about 125 a month. Now that water bill was a little bit high because when I bought my building, I installed washer and dryers in each unit. Why did I do this? I didn't have to. I did it because I wanted to attract a tenant that was going to try to stay here, stay there for the long haul. Now, at the same time, that did create an additional expense for myself because, you know, when they're, they're constantly washing their clothes, that's going to add to the water bill. And then at the same time, uh, it's also going to create more maintenance problems because whenever that uh, washer or dryer breaks down, who's going to get the bill? It's going to be me nine times out of 10 unless you change your lease to reflect it differently. But again, this is my first property. I wasn't thinking about that. So now let's look at heat. Let's look at electric. Heat and electric, about 150 a month. Now the heat would be super cheap in the summertime, but we know Chicago in the uh, wintertime, that heat bill would be drastically high. Uh, landscape, I put zero. I did the landscaping myself. Now, the, of course, there is a, a cost that's associated with uh, cutting grass and adding fuel to the lawnmower and laying down salt. Um, so I'll, I'll put right here maintenance. So maintenance on average, it really I really didn't have a ton of maintenance issues. I'll put $50 for maintenance issues. I think the biggest thing that I had there was... Uh, I, I did have a crack window that was $800 one year. I did have a plumbing issue that might have been $1,000 one year. But, and, and that's, and I've, I've had this building for about 13 years. So on average, I'm cool with putting maintenance at $50. Now, vacancy, that's one you want to put on here. I believe best practice for vacancy is like 5% of what the total rents are. So for this, I just put about 125. 
Now, I've never had issues with renting out any of my units. I've only, in 13 years there, of renting, of having three units, I've only had four different tenants. So all of my tenants have been there, you know, for a substantial amount of time. So now let's add this up. Now, when we add this up, it comes to what? $3,000. So total expenses for this building, $3,000. And I'm going to let you guys on a little, oh, I'm sorry. I totally forgot to put on here, totally forgot to put taxes, mortgage insurance, taxes, mortgage insurance. Taxes, mortgage, insurance, $2,400. Now, when we add all this up, the total, and I apologize for my handwriting, total about $3,000. All right? Now, I wasn't even making $3,000 a month net as a teacher. Okay? And I repeat that. I wasn't even making $3,000 a month net as a teacher. This is why I love uh, multifamilies. So now let's subtract 3,000 from. $2,250. You'll see. That negative $750. Now, of course, you can't have a negative number. So that negative 750, that was what I was responsible for. You know, now, mind you. I'm paying $750 a month for what? What am I getting? For a three-unit building, okay? My unit was about 1,200 square feet, um, two bedrooms, bathroom. I have a driveway. I have a garage. I'm paying $750. Compare this to the condo. Let's say if I was paying about $1,000 a month for a condo, Let's add assessment fees on that. Let's add parking on that. And let's just add the cost of living downtown on a daily basis. All of the distractions of eating at this nice place or grabbing a drink at this nice spot. You know, it adds up, you know, when you're living in a, a downtown area like that. So $750 is what I was responsible for. And it was at this moment that I fell in love with real estate. But I, I did take it for granted. I'm not going to lie. But I, I fell in love with real estate because I noticed that my tenants were helping me pay my mortgage. And what is and, and to make it even clearer, they were they were paying. They were adding to my lifestyle. They were paying my car note. They were adding to my retirement. They were helping me take trips to different places. They were helping any good or bad spending habit that I had at the time. Every first of the month. I had a, two people that were giving me over $1,000. So let's add this up. Over a 10-year period, the person in unit one, or I'm sorry, the person in uh, person in unit two, over a 10-year period, paid me $126,000. Person in unit two paid me $144,000. Over a 10-year period. Now, when we add those two numbers together, this is 270K in 10 years that they paid me. $270,000. Look now, I don't know about y'all, but to me, that's crazy. That's crazy. They paid me $270,000 in a 10-year period. 
This is equity that I've been able to build up in my in 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 my multi-unit building, just like that, to a quarter of a million dollars, just like that. This is my first deal, okay? My first deal after 10 years, $270,000 that I got from my tenants. And this is why I always suggest anytime you're a first-time homeowner, I always say, buy a multifamily. Now, if you're one of those folks that's making a ton of money on your nine to five, I get it. You know, maybe this might not be for you, but it might be for you because the tax write-offs that you get. Every time you do an advertisement on your place, anytime you pay somebody to do landscaping, anytime you make a maintenance or repair for a tenant, all of that is tax deductible. Uh, so I encourage everybody when, when purchasing your first home, always consider that multifamily because now this is in my family forever. When I bought this, I was single. Now, fast forward 13 years later, I have two kids. And guess who's going to inherit this property free and clear, free and clear, and it's going to be producing cash. It's going to be my son and my daughter. So I, I hope that this helped you all uh, understand, you know, a little bit about, you know, my first deal. To me, this is when I first fell in love with uh, real estate. So if you want to hear more stories, uh, please go to www.gofishvillage.com. If you're looking for a multifamily, please go to my site, www.listwithmercer.com or shoot me an email, joshuamercer.realestate at gmail.com.